Alrighty, what is going on, guys? And welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you're if you're coming back, I appreciate you back here. Obviously, if you looked at the title of this podcast, you you know what it's about. So I'm just kind of gonna dive right into it. And just I just want to say first and foremost, like if I some point cry during this, like it's totally gonna be normal. So I, I've actually tried to record this for the past couple of days, and and honestly, I just. I just didn't fucking want to. I, I didn't want to do much of anything, honestly, because Kobe Bryant, and obviously, like I just said, if, if you look at the title, you know what this podcast is about, but obviously, and you know if you've been in any form of real life the past week, like Kobe Bryant passed away, and just and and not just Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and, and seven other people, but like just an awful, just like absolute unthinkable tragedy, and just like I, I can't even begin to put into words, obviously, but Kobe was such an important figure and will remain to be in my life because, and again, no, I never met the guy and I never, I don't know him. Like it's not anything like that, but just like what he did for not only obviously my childhood, but like a a generation of childhoods, what, what he stood for, what, what he kind of commanded and what he demanded of people and just there's so many things that I want to dive into today, but I just I just remember like Kobe was the reason I even started watching sports. Like Kobe was the reason I started watching basketball. Why I love basketball to this day. Why I played basketball, and I, I just remember that like I was so intrigued by how someone can be so so passionate for their chosen profession. How somebody could be so dedicated, worked so hard, and just like had such a love and joy and just fierce passion for the game. And, like, yes, he was a great basketball player. Yes, like, he was obviously amazing. He was good and just, like, all these things. But, like, just seeing the look and emotion on his face when he played basketball, like, I I absolutely fucking love that. Like, that not – if you look at today's, like, sports in general, there, there isn't, like, not much matches to that. And, like, just every single time that Kobe went out and played, especially during, like, the, the important games or the, or the championship series or just whatever, like, it was so raw and it was so real and it was just so authentic about how much he cared and how much passion he showed for his chosen profession. And just, like, growing up, I really, really was so intrigued by that. So I, the more I watched him, the more intrigued I got, the more I wondered how – how somebody could be so enthusiastic, how somebody could be so passionate, how somebody could work so hard and, and be so dedicated and have such a great work ethic and and how he dedicated his entire life to basketball and, and how he accepted nothing less than greatness, not only from himself, but other people or everyone around him, everyone who went in, in contact with him. And that's not just, again, not just basketball. It was being a great father. It was being a great businessman, a great writer, a great coach, like whatever it is. He accepted nothing less than greatness. And and anybody who knows me, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I've ever said this, but like I don't really look up to anybody. Like I don't think any man, woman, anything is like above me in the sense of like I have a good amount of confidence in myself. I, I'm, I'm very like self-aware. I, I believe in myself, all those things. I don't really look up to anybody really besides like my father, right? But like just knowing that like Kobe was there and like that would be the closest thing to like somebody I like idolized and somebody like I truly looked up to and wanted to replicate my life after and just like consume his mindset and just like just all those things so it was it was so much more than basketball for me and it's just like the more I the more I watched his basketball the more I learned about his life and the more I learned about what mentality he had and the more I learned about his work ethic and his dedication and all these things. So I just want to, 
I want to do this podcast because I just, first of all, think it's like good to honor him and just kind of good to like just talk about it, honestly. Because again, like I've said, like I again, anybody who knows me knows that I took it pretty hard, honestly. Like basically all day Sunday after I found out I cried, like, and that was the first time I've cried since probably like fucking I don't know first grade. But like it, it, it I was really really upset and it and it definitely was was hard and it's gonna continue to be i feel like but like i, I just want to make sure i did this to like not only honor him but just like get this information out there because i it's i think it's important so just like want to kind of talk about like what i kind of took from him what why why i had such a great profound like connection to him what his impact was like just kind of all these things and the first thing i want to say is like if you've ever heard any story about kobe bryant it was about how hard he worked and like the story, there, there's so many crazy stories. Like whether it's from you know him him waking up at 4 a.m. to they, they, he tells a great story about how he woke he wakes up at 4 a.m. for a reason. It's not like he wakes up at 4 a.m. so he can train from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Because this is the thing: most people, even like professional athletes and stuff, they'll wake up at say like eight or nine, right? So you wake up, you know, kids stuff, have breakfast, and you work out from say 10 to 12. And then you got to go home and, and rest up a little bit. And you come back and work out from, I don't know, maybe four to six, right? And then you, you go home after that. And, you know, that's that, that, that right there is a two-a-day, right? So you, you train twice in a day. That's, that's pretty impressive. That's, that's pretty hard work. Like, but the crazy thing about Kobe, and he made this very popular, it's like he wakes up at 4 a.m. So he can work out from 4.30 to 6.30. And then come home, do his kids stuff, you know, get the kids to school, refuel, come back and work out from 8 to 10, Right? And then from from eight to ten he works out, and then you know back at it at say two to four, and then he comes home, get the kids off the bus, et cetera, et cetera, goes back and works from six to eight, goes home, plays with the kids, et cetera, et cetera. But he worked out from four to six, eight to ten, <clears throat> excuse me, two to four, and then four to six at night. So he's training four times a day, as opposed to once or twice a day that most athletes were doing. So just having that work ethic of putting in more hours in the gym, putting in more work, he got leaps and bounds ahead of his of his of his of his competition. And it's not because he did anything crazy, it's just that he worked harder. He put in more hours, he was willing to get up earlier, he was willing to do more work, and, and over time, over a span of a year, 5 years, 10 years, that leads to you being better cuz you just put in more reps. You put in more time and people can't catch up to him in the in the summer off season when when they go to like when, when they go to practice because he's been doing it for 5 years. So yeah, you might do two days during the summer, but he's been working four days for the past 5 years. And that's why he's better than you. And and that's why he was so great at what he did. And it's like there's so many crazy stories about Kobe. One in particular that I always I absolutely love is um they had a playoff series against the Utah Jazz, and he shot about, I think it was like five or six air balls, like almost in a row, like, and it was just like national TV, everybody was watching, lost the series, let everybody down because he shot air balls, lost the game, and as opposed to feeling sorry for himself, as opposed to being like, oh, well, maybe I'm not cut out for this, as opposed to doing going any one of those routes, he came home well, he texted his trainer right after the game was over and said, hey, we need to talk. Comes home, meets with his trainer, goes to the gym, shoots for about, I think he's, he literally said the entire night into the next morning. And then he looked at his plan. He looked at his workout plan from, from that previous season. And he looked at what he did and what he didn't do. And he found that from not working out strength training, from not strength training, 
he didn't have the legs to shoot the ball when it got late in the season and late in games because he wasn't strength training, so his muscle, he, he wasn't strong enough to get the ball up. Every shot was online, so he had he had the perfect form. He, he had all that down, but the strength of his legs wasn't there. So that offseason, as opposed to being like, oh, my God, I let everybody down. Oh, my God, I lost this playoff series. I'm done. Like As opposed to doing that, he not only like texted his trainer right after the game, went home and shot for fucking 15 hours straight, got an entire new plan that night and started that next day strength training and, and, and building his legs and doing all these things because he was he required greatness of himself. He, he knew that he had to put in more work because five air balls in a row was not acceptable. And as opposed to feeling sorry for himself, he knew that he had to put in more work. It wasn't like, oh, my God, like this didn't work out for me. Oh, well, I'll get him next time. Like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go home. I'm going to work my fucking ass off to, to get it done. And, like, that that's one of my favorite stories because that's so – applicable to life and again like it's not just about basketball this is about life like when you're when when you don't do perfect on your diet what do you do you be perfect on your diet the next day like when you don't see the scale drop what do you do do you just sulk sit there and sulk and say what the fuck this isn't working or do you put more effort in when you're not getting stronger what do you do you say oh well i guess this program just isn't for me no you go put in more work and you find a way to make it work and it's like that that's what i'm talking about when i say that it's just it's just so much much more than basketball and, and I, I if there's one thing that he made honestly cool was just obsessively working working to the point of obsession working to the point of like exhaustion working to the point of just like when everyone else isn't working you're working and I know that in today's day and age like especially like I said especially today like people kind of demonize working really really long hours and working hard in your craft and like you should have more more work-life balance and like all these things but damn that like if if you want to be really really good at something you have to put in a lot a lot a lot of work and, and that's that's what that's what he was all about was he he never shied away from any of the work and i, and I think that even though he was a uh, he, was, he was a celebrity a professional athlete a businessman etc cetera, etc cetera, like I think everybody could almost kind of relate because he never shied away from the work. He he welcomed it. He accepted it. He embraced it. And just growing up, like just seeing that, and that, like I said, the more I got into him, the the more I kind of read about him. Because I mean, at this point, I've read and or listened to or watched every single thing I possibly could about Kobe. Because like I said, growing up, I I wanted to be him in the sense that like I wanted to know how his brain worked. I wanted to know how his mindset was and how he was so fucking emotional and so passionate and just so driving and so determined and such a killer mentality and it was just so amazing to me and that's why I just kind of I wanted to adopt it anything he did so if he worked hard I wanted to work hard if, if he really dedicated his life to his craft I wanted to dedicate my life to my craft so like it, growing up as a kid I don't I don't think that can be underestimated especially in today's day and age where a lot of kids are handed things a lot of kids are entitled. A lot of kids are, quote unquote, I mean, just for lack of a better term, soft. Like they're not ready for their real life. They they don't want to work. They want to have their parents on the payroll. Like they they want to get money from their parents. Whatever it is, like, and that's not just kids. That that's everybody in general. But a lot of people are not willing to, nor do they want to work. And, and I just think that Kobe's work ethic, especially as a young kid growing up, like I knew I wasn't gonna make the NBA. Like I, I wasn't an idiot. Like I, I loved basketball. I loved playing basketball. I love everything about basketball. It's my it's one of my passions. But I know I knew I wasn't gonna make it to the NBA. But what I could do was, even though I wasn't gonna make it to the NBA, 
I could still work hard. I could still dedicate my life to my craft. Like I, I could still do these things. And, and it's directly transferable to anything in life, to anything you want to do, to, to great like to, to only accept greatness from yourself, to, to only hold yourself to a very, very high standard. Like this is not just basketball. This is anything in life. And I, and I think that the more I reflect on why I was so connected to Kobe and why it was very, very hurtful to, to see this happen was like the reason I am who I am today and the reason why I want to be so successful, like why I, why I want to strive for such success and why I don't go out and party and why I don't do these things. It's like I, the reason I do this is because I want to be fucking great and like I want to be really, really successful at what I do. And that came from watching Kobe. That came from watching him win championships. That came from watching him not win championships and then still get back to the top the next year later and, and still win the championship and, and lose it again and get back. And it's like his just quest for absolute domination and, and nothing less than greatness really, really stuck with me. And it really it, – it will forever stick with me because that's how I've now trained – I like to think I've trained my brain to think that I don't want to accept anything but greatness in this life because of what I saw him do. Because here's the thing. Anybody – like there's such different levels of talent. Like you can have more talent, less talent. You can be smart, not smart. You can be pretty, not pretty, tall, short, whatever it is. The one thing that you can control and that this is what Kobe taught me was like you can control how hard you work. That is the one thing you can control. And just always knowing that, knowing that, okay, well, if people are going out on Saturday and Friday nights, why don't I work? That will get me farther ahead. If people are taking the holidays off and the weekends off, okay, well, if they're taking that time off, let me work that time because I can get farther ahead. And if I get farther, if I put in those hours, I will get farther ahead of my competition and be great. So it's like, all these things that keep popping up, it's all because of how hard this man decided to work. Like, and, and this is just a story of my own, but like, if you know me in this past, in this past year, I've had, a, I've had to have a surgery. And like, when I, when I heard that news that I was going to have a surgery, I really, I don't want to say I was like really upset, but like, I didn't really know where to take that. But literally the first thing I did after I walked out of the, the the surgeon's office. I was like, I got into my car, pulled up YouTube, and literally typed in Kobe Bryant Achilles injury. Because during the last years of his career, this man tore his Achilles, which, by the way, is by far the, the, the devil's kiss on athletes. It's like that's the worst athlete – that's the worst injury an athlete can have. This man had this – not only had this happen, but stayed on the court because his team was down two – because he had to shoot two free throws to tie the game because he wanted them to win. Like that in itself is just like th that's the kind of kind of shit I'm talking about. Like you tear your Achilles, you can barely walk. He he describes it as like his tendon was rolling up his his leg. Like he could feel it rolling up his leg. You're in an immensely amount of pain, but you block out everything else that's going on besides the fact that you want to win. And the, the pain isn't there, like the, the, the surgery, all that stuff isn't there. It's just like you block out the pain, you block out everything because you need to make two free throws so your team can win. And that's what, like, that in itself is crazy. But, like, what I did was I got in my car, typed in YouTube, Kobe Bryant Achilles injury, and then I just watched. I watched videos in that parking lot for, like, an hour. And I, and, and if you know Northern Virginia traffic, that's that's not the best. But, like, 
I watched videos for like an hour because I just wanted to know what his mindset was. Like he he talks about when he tore his Achilles, there was a mix of emotions, right? So first was like he was sad, upset, like discouraged. Next it was like angry, frustrated. He was he was really pissed off. Like why me? I put in so much work. Like is am, am I going to come back from this? Should I come back from this? It's a lot of work. I don't know what to do. All right, well, fuck it. Let's let's come back and let's do it. And they asked him, they're like, how how long did that take you? Like that getting from really really upset to you know angry to like all right whatever let's fuck let's do this. And he's like, oh that was one night. Yeah, that was one night. That was like four hours. And just like after I heard that, I was like, this dude in like four hours, he has to have like an, a surgery that's going to take him a year and a half to come back from. He's on his fucking seventeenth year in the league, and he in four hours he was fine. Oh fuck! Like, what am I gonna do then? Yeah, of course I can do this shit. And it's like him getting me through like that period of time. Him getting me through that period of time was huge because like every like I remember driving to the surgery room and like I would I had him on my phone like driving to the surgery. Ah shit. As I was driving to the surgery, I had him on my phone and it's like just replaying over and over and over again of like things he did, like what his approach was, what his mentality was and just like all these things. And like just knowing that he was able to do that and how he did that, that really, really helped me get through that surgery. That helped me get through the recovery process. That helped me stay positive. It helped me like maintain a good mindset, like like all these things. And he'll never know that because obviously we, we've never met. He's not going to know that. But like the impact he can have on somebody – just by working hard, just by like doing what he does, like it, it should not be underestimated. It should not be left alone because it, it, it literally changed my life. I would sit here on this couch behind me where I record my podcast. Like I would sit here and just watch videos of him over and over and over again to keep my mindset, to, to stay sharp, to stay positive, to whatever it was. And, and just, that's what I'm talking about when like, he's, it's so impactful. And, and like, you don't know you may never meet a person, but, like, you can literally have and shape their life. And, and that's, like, that, that right there is one huge thing that I just wanted to, like, put out there and, and make it known. But moving into, like, the next thing, it's, like, and I've kind of already talked about it, but, like, dedicating dedicating your life to your your chosen craft, your chosen profession. And it's, like, I totally get there's different levels of like commitment and success and like how much work people want to put in and like that's totally understandable and this is this is something he Kobe talks about a lot. It's like there's different levels of commitment to your craft and that's totally understandable. But like if you want to be one of the best ever, if you want to be really good, if you want to be very successful, if you want to have a lot of success, win a lot of championships, like whatever it is, you have to dedicate your life to that craft. No matter what that craft is, if you want to be a great parent, you have to dedicate your life to being a great parent. If you want to be a great coach, you have to be, you have to dedicate your life to being a great coach. Like it's just this it is what it is, but having listening to him like talk about that stuff and just like really really put that out there. That was huge for me because again, like probably around like 10th 11th grade, like when I really I didn't I didn't I wasn't partying as much. I stopped drinking. I stopped like doing all those things on the weekends like most people looked at that and was like, what the what the fuck are you doing? Like, why? this is stupid. Why are you doing this? Like, you're staying home on Friday, Saturday nights. You're working on Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Like, what, what is the point of this? Why are you doing this? You're not you're not making millions of dollars. Like, you're, you're working at fucking GNC. You're working at, like, a, a fucking cheesesteak place. Like, why, why are you doing this? And to me, like, 
looking back on it now, no, I wasn't making millions of dollars. No, I wasn't winning NBA championships. No, I wasn't doing this. But like, I decided that I was going to dedicate my life to becoming successful, and I was I was dedicating my life to just trying to be the best version of me I could possibly be. And and I don't I didn't really care that that meant like sacrificing going out and partying because for me it wasn't a sacrifice. To to me like and this is what he talks about too. It's like if. If you have to sacrifice something to do something else, like then it, you're you're probably not in the right you're probably not in the right profession. You're you're not in the right craft. Like because for me that that didn't seem like I was sacrificing anything. It it, it actually seemed like I was gaining a lot because on Friday and Saturday nights, I'd, instead of going out, I was either working or, or or studying or researching or doing whatever it was. And then and then the next morning, I was not hungover, so I could then work out, so I could get more workouts in and, and be in better shape, and which is what I wanted. So like. To me, I was gaining a tremendous amount. I wasn't sacrificing or losing anything, or I wasn't like hindering my work-life balance or, or any of that shit. Because like, I, it to me, that's not what it was. That that's not what it was because that's not what I wanted to do. And again, without him, like, without him making that known, and without him having the courage and, and the discipline and the, and the ter- determination and all those things to like just talk about that and and just like put that out there for people. I don't know if that ever would have happened for me because I wanted, I always heard him talk about it. So I wanted to do it. I wanted to dedicate my life to, to whatever was that at that point in time. Like I wanted to dedicate my life to becoming better every single day and just like being the best version of me I possibly could. And for me, that meant like, okay, well, Friday and Saturday nights, like I normally go out. I'm not going to do that anymore so I can get more time up studying and researching and learning and and doing whatever the hell it was so I could become better. And most people at the time didn't really understand it and still don't, but like they didn't understand it, especially being a 16, 17, 18 year old kid, even, even nowadays when I'm 23, but like it didn't really make sense for a lot of people and they didn't know why I would do something so quote unquote stupid. And so like it didn't make sense. But for me, it made a shitload of sense. And for me, it made me happy. And for me, I, I've been able to carry those those same habits, those same tendencies, that same work ethic, those same principles to right where I am now. And I couldn't be happier at where I am with my life right now. Like, yes, of course, I always want to do better. But, like, I live a, a really, really good life. And I'm very, very happy with what I do. And I'm not... I'm not in any sense of the word regretful because I don't regret anything because it's exactly what I wanted to do because I wanted to... That's what I wanted to do because that's what he kind of preached. So, like, again, going back to, like, no, I never knew him, but that's what he did. And that's what kind of shaped my mentality and shaped my mold. So, like, I think that's, again, I think it's important to talk about because especially in a day and age where people don't really, like, want to dedicate their life to something, don't want to work hard, don't want to do this, don't want to do that, I think it's important. So that that's one other thing that really is is forever going to stick with me from from what he talked about, from all the stuff I've listened to, from the stuff I've from from him I've watched or read or whatever it may be. And so I mean the the last one that that really sticks out to me is like this is something he talked about a lot and it is like true greatness is not defined by trophies or championships or money or you know achievements. It, it's not defined by any of that. He talks about when he came into the NBA, his goal was to get as many championships as possible. And by the end of his tenure there, by the end of his run in his in his career, that goal was very fickle. Because the real goal was to impact as many people as he possibly could. And, and have the greatest impact and legacy as he possibly could. And, he, and he, he, he talked about it like up until the day he passed away. It was like 
he wanted to impact the younger generation, the younger athletes, the younger people behind him coming up ahead in such a great way that that was the actual goal, not winning championships, but actually impacting people in, in, in a certain way. And, and what he talks about is like, it's not even just the people you impact. It's, it's, it's the people you impact if they can get inspired to then inspire people in their own way. So like, for example, like if he was to inspire LeBron James, LeBron James now inspires, you know, the, the, the next guy coming up in the NBA and that next guy in the NBA is going to get inspired from LeBron. And then that guy is going to, you know, inspire the, the kid who's in kindergarten right now. And it's like, you're, you're not just defined by who you impact. It's, can you get those people to then be inspired enough to then take more, to take more pride in impacting and inspiring the people that come around them and in their circle and after them, like, like me, for example, like I was inspired by Kobe. So like me wanting to be great, wanting to do more, wanting to do everything. Like I now have the blessing and and the humbling experience to be able to try and impact my clients, the people I work with every single day to the best of my abilities. And, and that's exactly, it's exactly what Kobe wanted. That's exactly what he defined as true greatness. It's not just, who you're impacting, but are you impacting those people enough to then inspire the people around them? However that may be, whether it's painting, whether it's coaching, whether it's working out, like whatever it may be, are you getting them inspired enough to then get to that next level of then inspiring others? Because that's how true greatness is is really spread. And that's how the process continues to grow forever. It's never going to end because it's always this, this mentality of trying to do more, trying to do more, trying to impact more. And that's kind of like his whole... His whole mama, mamba mentality is like you're trying to just get better. You're trying to live your life to get better every single day. You're, you're not living your life to be mediocre. You're not living your life just to do it. You're not being a parent just to be a parent, just to raise a kid. You're trying to raise the best kid you possibly can and, and trying to put the most effort in you possibly can. You're not working out just to work out, just to check it off the box. You're working out to get stronger. You're working out to build a better body. You're working out to, to do whatever it is. But you're, you're working towards getting better at that at that goal, at that chosen thing. And and again, it's something people can – anybody can use this. Anybody can take this. And I think that's why such an outpour, such like a, a, a grieving has been from this tragedy is because he he touches the regular individual. He, t- he touches people who – don't like aren't NBA superstars are, are not just super businessmen or whatever it is like he touches the normal human being the the average person who just wants to be better just wants to be good just just wants to be something better than what they are right now and that's like it's I guess I guess the, if this is like final closing thoughts like always striving to try to do more always having the drive to try to get more done to try to do a better job to try to just be the best you possibly can be is it seems very like well yeah of course but like watching what he did watching him actually do that through his actions through work through dedication through consistency year after year after year you realize what that actually means because everybody says that oh you know try try to do more try to be better try to do the best job you can cool but do you know what that actually looks like do you know what that actually looks like do you know how much effort that actually requires do you know how much work that requires? Like, and, and I think just, just having that, like having the knowledge that like, hey, come hell or high water, that's something he always said, come hell or high water, like it's going to get done. Like you're going to be the best. It, it, no matter what the, the obstacle is, it's going to happen. 
I think that that mentality can just be used for any single thing in life. And and as I sit here and like look up at my jersey, at his jersey, I'm not hanging on my wall, like his book, the couple of jerseys, like I just can't thank him enough for inspiring literally a generation of kids and and not just kids but like I'm I was one of those kids so like just inspiring a generation of kids to try to to try to be the best they can be to try to do more to try to work as hard as they possibly can to get what they want to get and I think that nowadays people don't they just don't do that man they they try to shy away from that they try to get some investor to give them money they try to get some of this or some of that like it's just Work as hard as you possibly can to get what you want. And if, if it isn't working, find a way around it. Find a way to make it happen. Find a way to make it work. And that's that's like the biggest thing I'll ever take from him is just like if you want something, go find a way to get it done. Find a way to make it happen. Put the work in to make it happen. So whew, that was I kind of got through that. And, and I guess just more final closing thoughts like just on the whole tragedy like – if you have somebody in your life you truly care about, and I'm sure you listening have plenty, make sure they know. Make sure you go out and tell them. Make sure you go out of your way to talk to that person you met, you've met. you been to mean talking to for a while now. Make sure you talk to that person who always hits you up but you don't respond back in the best way. Like, Make sure the people you know, the people you care about know that you give a shit about them and you do love them and you care about them and like – because literally this yeah this is like a crazy insane tragedy but like it could happen when you walk out of your your apartment complex it could happen when you walk out of your house or when you walk into work like it shit happens man and no not a single one of us are guaranteed tomorrow none of us are guaranteed shit nor are we owed anything so like just knowing that all the petty stuff that happens cuz it it's human nature to have like just petty emotions take over sometimes but like so all that stuff doesn't matter, man. It it just it just doesn't matter because when shit like this happens, you realize like, and it's unfortunate, but that's human nature that it takes something as fucking awful as this to happen to make us realize this. But like, it just doesn't matter, man. Life is life is really really good, and and life is really really entertaining and inspiring, and and it can be so great, especially if you choose to make it great. So like, I don't want to go too like rainbows and unicorns, but that's what what he wanted that, that's what he wanted and like he was doing such great things as a dad as an ambassador for sports women's sports like so many great things and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough like i'm sure there'll be randomly days where i just think about it and like it just fucking makes me upset and like, i don't do anything but like i think that just having having him be honored and having that that kind of mentality what he stood for be honored i think is a huge a huge thing that I want to keep going, and that's that's the reason I do this podcast. That's the reason I want to try to do everything I possibly can to, to kind of keep that going. So, if you listen thus far, I think I only cried, like almost cried, like one or two times. So I think that was a win. But like, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. And again, like, I, I, this is not fitness related, really, but uh, it it does mean a lot to me that I was able to do this, and that I, I think that just being able to honor him and just do what I can, I think I think is a big deal. So. Thank you so much for listening. I truly do appreciate it and just know that Kobe Bryant meant the absolute world to me and I'm going to try to do everything I can to make it go keep to, to keep it going. So thank you guys so much. Talk soon.